0: Welcome to Leave Your Mark, where I explore the influences that have shaped the lives of our incredible guests. These are the stories of lives worth talking about. Follow me on Twitter at BuiltByscott by Scott and Instagram at King O'Pain, or link up with me on my Facebook fan page at Scott G. Langston. My goal is to create a community of people who take every opportunity to live high-performing lives. Before I get started on today's podcast, I want to take a moment to connect you with my sponsor, ReconditioningHQ.com. Reconditioning is now completely virtual. This amazing operating system that brings the worlds of therapy and performance together in one powerful package can now be digested from the comfort of your home or personal workspace. Reconditioning is about unleashing the human in human performance. It's about understanding why you or your clients are not performing or living your best life and giving you and your clients the skills for optimal performance. Our courses, r 1 Foundations and our 2 Designs take you through a complete process in assessment and intervention. Our rec- Reconditioning Specialist Mentorship pulls everything together in your operating context and our landmark program, Empower You, helps you navigate your own life so you can be your very best. For more information about reconditioning courses and programs, head over to reconditioninghq.com and use the coupon code LYM50 for $50 off the price of any one of our empowering courses. Hello and welcome to Leave Your Marks Sunday Remarks. Um, This is a newer Element of what I'm doing, a solo session with my listeners. It's a chance for me to talk about subject matter that uh, I find interesting or is of interest to me. And um, hopefully, the lessons learned in my exploration of myself and uh, the world around me through my life is helpful for you to make decisions or. Uh, think about uh, other directions you might take. And on that note, today I'm specifically going to talk about uh, the idea of, of range. And I sort of encountered the concept of range uh, in talking with uh, David Epstein, the writer of the book Range, uh, last year in a podcast. And um, it's this overreaching sort of idea of specialization versus generalization and generalization being sort of the range concept that you're expo- expanding your range of capability uh, and recognizing different uh, opportunities to, uh, as my friend Vernon Griffith sometimes calls it, explore the corners of life. He calls it exploring the corners of movement, but I think you can extrapolate that to any element of, uh, of how we grow personally. And when I look back at my life, um, I think the exploration wasn't necessarily uh, intentional, um, but I did find... Uh, that my life took ebbs and flows and directional changes that have allowed me to see problems in a different way and explore things in a different way. And I know that there was some intentionality at times, and now it's become more clearly intentional in my life to explore the corners and to expand my horizons so that I can see different problems in a different way. Uh, I go back to my professional, you know, development and my first job professionally as a therapist and strength conditioning coach was in a private clinic. And so in a private clinic, I had this opportunity to work alone and to kind of figure out how it was I was going to take care of a particular person's issues. And there's a whole, you know, kettle of fish around that being on your island having to figure out the problem helping somebody else serving them Uh, and for sure in my first iteration I didn't do it anywhere near as well as I did in later iterations but you have to go through that iterative process to learn what not to do and and to learn what you may or may not like. And I recognized in working in private uh, therapy that it, it wasn't my ball of wax so much. I didn't like having somebody on an hourly basis or a half hourly basis or a 20-minute basis, whatever the format was at the time, and and just working with that individual. And I will say that at that time it was but a 20-minute basis. And so you were juggling a number of different uh, clients as they came in or patients as they came in. And Not long afterwards, I had an opportunity to uh, take a job at a university in Canada and work as the assistant therapist and strength conditioning coach. And now I had this opportunity to explore how I would take care of a team and how I would work with different genders. So there was female athletes and male athletes and what were the difference makers for those athletes each of those uh, genders has sort of different requirements, different needs, different uh, exploration of, of training environment, etc. So I was learning on the fly about how to, to deal with them, how to deal with coaches, how to deal with being a part of a team, how to deal with scheduling and the overreaching demand on my time over a week where every day pretty much there was something going on. So I was learning on the fly how to deal with all of that stuff. And I think if I'd stayed there, I would have probably had to find other things to explore to help myself expand in my um, knowledge paradigm and and to explore the corners of, of my potential. And in fact, while I was there, I did two things. One, I started working, doing some committee work within the organization itself in the university. And the other one was I started to work on committees in my national uh, professional organization. And I will recommend to anybody who's out there is listening, the idea of doing volunteer work for your national organization or for a a particular organization and doing call it committee work, call it uh, associative uh, uh, work in, in in a call it. Gov- call it a governmental sort of organization, you start to recognize um, how you have to un- understand diplomacy and decision-making, um, lobbying and decision-making, negotiation and decision-making, that it's not just about you making a, a decision because it was a good idea or you doing something because it was a good idea. Oftentimes, you have to come in, you have to connect with people, you have to recognize what they're dealing with, you have to understand the problems they're challenging, Challenged by, uh, and find ways to um, work together to solve a particular problem. And in so doing, you often recognize where you were wrong, what you didn't know, um, maybe another way of, of looking at, at something, um, because you only have so many uh, directional ways or lenses yourself as you're sort of coming into your, your professional career. And I kind of look at that like a color palette. When we, we start out a career, we have a very limited color palette to paint a picture. And so our pictures are maybe not as, uh, not as impressive. The, the colors and thematics that we create and the uh, impressions uh, that we are able to ex- express are not as, as vibrant. And as we go along, we explore the corners and we create our range. We, we gain more and more color. We're able to paint better pictures, um, more vibrant pictures, more explosive color uh, ops within the context. Or we can recognize that maybe this is a time for something that's more black and white or just simple or very um, basic because that's all that's necessary. But we get that from the, the use and trial of these different things. So, you know, I went through that committee work and I learned a lot about myself, about working with other people, Um, And what was so empowering about it was I wasn't being paid for it. I was doing it voluntarily. So you had to learn to do something for another motivator other than the fact that you were making a living or making money. Uh, I ran a few national conferences for the organization. And the outcome of running those conferences was, again, learning to, in essence, run a business project with somebody else's money. And that was, you know, releasing in some ways because you didn't have this overreaching sense of, oh my God, I'm going to lose all my money if this doesn't work. But you had this overreaching sense of, oh my God, I better take care of this because I might lose all this money for everybody else. So, you know, you, you were forced to recognize in yourself um, how to to find the motivators that are different in life that drive you, um, not necessarily this, this one central motivator that maybe you've been taught going into your career that, hey, you want to get a job and you want to get make money. Now you're doing these things for different purposes, different motivators and different drivers. And that, again, creates this exploration of, of who you can be. And, you know, then I, I started working in the National Hockey League And again, taking it to another level, experiencing um, sport for entertainment and recognizing that now going from the college level where sport is not necessarily about entertainment at this point, it's more about... Combining education and competitive sport into something enriching uh, for the campus, for the community, etc. Now you're talking about people getting paid. Uh, There's different motivators for them, different reasons for why they do what they do. And you come headlong into this idea of you're part of the organization and you're training the athletes and the athletes... Um, don't necessarily trust you off the top because of the fact that you're part of management in the organization. So there's a different relational uh, development model there. This week I'm in my podcast with uh, Leave Your Mark. I'm talking to Sheldon Soure, who's a, an ex NHL defenseman that I worked with for several years in Montreal, and just re exploring that conversation and recognizing how I developed a relationship with Sheldon. Um, that created trust, that had him believing in what I was trying to do, even though I was part of the organization. Because there's an immediate, for a pro athlete, there's kind of an immediate antitrust reality on on team because now they 're being paid now they're a commodity they don 't know what the intentions of the organization always are they 're not always good um, and so you're learning that on the fly and you're recognizing that you know not everybody's here for the same reasons not everybody is motivated motivated by the same things again motivators become that 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 key term in the background that we need to recognize that everybody is motivated by different things. Everybody's driven by different things. And you start to learn more and more. So we're gaining more and more colors and exploring more and more colors. Then I recognize in doing that after losing a job uh, from the New York Rangers, I recognize maybe I need to have a backup plan sometimes. And so I start to build a business outside of professional hockey to have a, a backup plan, but also to explore more of myself because in working in professional hockey, I'm working with one dimension of athlete, one type of athlete. I'm not learning. Uh, and one sort of uh, interactive experience where sometimes I don't have access to every athlete all year long. I'm um, the one-on-one experiences isn't, is, isn't as significant because you're working in the team and, Unless it's an injury re- reconditioning process, you're sometimes struggling with how you interweave and just work practically with one person. So I built a business outside, and that served me two ways. One was building a business, being an entrepreneur. Now I had to recognize that there's a whole different kettle of fish of why I was doing it Um understanding brand, understanding marketing, understanding connecting, um, you know, with other people and uh, figuring out why somebody would come to see me versus somebody else, Um, service, uh, working in, in a A team, creating a team, you know, so that you're the main person, but now you've got to create your team of people and selectively hire people that are going to work with you and represent your brand. And you know, when I say your brand, I mean I'm I'm learning on the fly, learned on the fly as an entrepreneur about that. I didn't know anything about it. I just thought, you know what, I'll open up a business and I'll start selling my product so to speak and people will come and that will be that but as you get into it you know there's so many different aspects of entrepreneurship the the running of the business the the whether it's the accounting the transactional elements and the and the day to day change in that marketplace all the time you know new computer programs how do you um, you know keep the files of your clients all these things I'm learning on the fly and again exploring the corners of who I am managing people, mentoring people, serving people. Again, when I was at the university, I had the opportunity to mentor young people. That was another thing that really exposed me to personal growth. And now I was mentoring people in a private uh, circumstance where uh, it was no longer about their educational uh, platform that sort of demanded that they get mentored. But now I was having people come to me because they wanted to learn from me or wanted to learn and then work for me or work for my wife Jamie and so you know a lot of learning around that and so all these things are they're contributing to my constant growth and development my range of ability to see different problems and as I'm doing that, then I start to see that there are things that I haven't, um, explored in myself and I start to have this itch around wanting to, uh, broadcast. And, and so now I explore this, this genre of podcasting and, um, get into, you know, I have to have a voice. I have to talk about something. I have to interact with other people. I have to find out and listen to them and find my words and express myself in a, in a positive manner, in a constructive manner, learn not to use pause words, the ums and the ahs, and, the, and they still come into the conversation sometimes, but it's recognizing that sometimes you just need to have that breath of air, that pause, that moment of reflection within the context of what you're speaking about. And not to rush, not to speed up because you think somebody's waiting for you to talk. That idea of truly listening. Um, I think in podcasting, I've learned to, to listen better and to listen. Because in order to not just go through a series of questions, but to ask questions that extrapolate from the conversation, you have to have listened to what the other person said and that's that's a huge uh, learning exposure for me i felt i did it well but i didn't i still always had that sense that when i was talking to somebody i was trying to find out what i was going to say next and what I do now in podcasting is I really just listen. I really just listen to what the person says. And then when they've come to sort of, uh, I, I know they're coming to a crescendo in their thought. I start to think about where I want to pivot uh, or change directions or circle back or explore more what it was they were just talking about. And that's been really empowering to me. And that helps me in working with my clients uh, when I do work with uh, with clients now. It helps me in my interactions with my partner uh, and with my child. And then there's the other things that we're doing as a business, like a program we have called Empower You, where we sit down and talk to people about building their mindset and creating a better mindset for life. And again, this is exposing me to understanding a concept and playing with a concept. And then iterating that concept and bringing it back in a way that allows somebody else to understand it, recognize it, and use it themselves. And again, that's been a real learning exposure for me. Because I did it with other subject matter, but I'd never done it with this subject matter. So a new subject matter, it's a new color in my color palette. And as I grow, there's this iterative process of life where we're just constantly... Adding new colors, new hues of color um, into our color palette. And, a, and our ability to paint vibrant pictures becomes stronger and stronger and stronger. And I think that's what life is about. It's it's that color palette exposure. It's that... Um, Exploring the corners, it's that range, uh, being a better you and being able to look at problems from a lot of and solution sets and challenges and opportunities uh, with different lenses because then you see different things. And that's really, really powerful. So I hope that that was useful for you guys today. I just took a walk through kind of my career a little bit and how it's exposed me to the range that I need to be successful as I move forward in life. And each of those exposures has made me a better person, a better critical thinker, and allowed me to try do and see things uh, differently so have a great day i hope there's value in that and we'll see you again next sunday thanks for joining us today on leave your mark i hope we've left a mark on you today and we wish only that you pay it forward by sharing this story taking the time to rate and comment on this podcast please follow us at twitter at built by scott and instagram at Kingle and become a member of this community at scott g livingston on facebook have a great day music by Cedric de Saint-Rome.